Welcome to our joint venture with MindWars and the Awakening Podcast. You can find Chris on MindWars.uk and he's on MindWars on BitChute. I'm on Awakening Podcast on BitChute and you'll find all my episodes on AwakeningPodcast.org. How are you this week, Chris? I'm good. I'm busy, but uh, like yourself, I'm busy and just so many things going on in the background. So I think this week will just be... We'll try and do a short brief podcast, but I know we have a lot more information just to sift through. Just getting the hours and the time to get through all the information is something else. So we'll have a longer one uh, as we go towards the weekend. But um, for now, yeah, we'll have a nice short kind of uh, brief one. But how are you keeping anyway? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good, good. What's, what's the latest on your end of things? So what have you uncovered? <laughs> well, well, what I've got there is uh, 117 employees file a lawsuit against the Texas hospital for requiring the, the COVID-19 vaccine. And why I think this is actually important is because I'm constantly hearing people saying, oh, we have to for work purposes. So just come together with your colleagues and stick together and refuse it. Because, I mean, if you're listening to our episodes, you, re- you realize how dangerous it is. More than 100 employees at Houston Methodist Hospital filed a lawsuit against their employer for requiring all staff members to receive the COVID-19 vaccine or they would lose their jobs. Saying the COVID-19 vaccine are experimental and they don't want to be guinea pigs. The 117 employees argued in court that it's unlawful for their employers to require them to take the shots. Methodist Hospitals is forcing its employees to be human guinea pigs as a condition of for continued employment, their lawsuit states, adding that the hospital COVID vaccine uh, mandate requires the employees to be subject themselves to medical experimentation as a prerequisite for feeding their families. The employees wrote that they took issue receiving experimental COVID mRNA vaccines, such as ones made by Pfizer and Moderna. So look, there's more of it. We'll, we'll give the link in the, in the description. I don't want to read it all, but that in yeah. itself, I mean, the most important thing there is I'm constantly like in Poland and Ireland and the UK, like I've got friends all over the world and there's so many people saying, oh, I might, especially when they're, you know, employees like, oh, the company's insisting on it. Do not comply. You know, look, better walk, better leave. But the best thing is do exactly what they've just done. Come together, you know, have conversations and take, take legal action. Hmm. Or like you've read out a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, the Nuremberg Code for which people, um, you know, that actually still stands us in place. Um, that's still there for a very good reason. That's never been rebutted or, you know, taken down or, or discarded. But of course, the mainstream are not covering it because they don't want to highlight that that's actually still there in the background. So they're trying to stamp it out as, as much as they can. But um, on top of that as well is that if people were obviously coerced or forced into a situation with the work to take it, regardless of what work situation they're in, many of them don't know that if they were stupidly enough to actually go off and get it because, oh, my job, they'll have to get it otherwise, da, da, da. Well, you don't actually have to do it, but just if they, if they believe they have to do it, they go off and get this experimental injection and, God forbid, a couple of days later inside in the workplace or so or, or at home, is that time they got blood clots, like many of them are getting blood clots from, that then is related as a work injury because of the because you were almost unconditional purposes there from your employer to say that you have to get it and we're kind of, you know, mandating or, or implying that you have to, forcing you to get it. So if you did get it and something happens afterwards, then that becomes a work injury um, related um, to the injection. Um, so that your employer or your, the company, the CEO, whoever it might be, will be held responsible for what happens to you inside that is classed as that. So um, that's no I, would, I would actually recommend people to fill out a document and basically state that the board, the managing director, the CEO, the shareholders will be all personally liable for mm. any side effects. Yeah. To this mandate and yeah. then they won't sign it so by not signing it they can't fire you because it's like saying well you're telling me this is safe so if you refuse to sign it 
So, yeah. and, and basically ju just on that, because, you know, we're constantly reporting, uh, you know, that's, this was in the, the Scottish Sun, um, a model, uh, 39, Stephanie Dubois, uh, had posted on, uh, she basically died days after getting the, the AstraZeneca uh, jab in Cyprus. Um, yeah. And uh, had posted on Facebook, I am completely drained, have no energy, and my whole body hurts with sores and weak giants. And yeah, there's more. We can we will share the link for that as well. I don't want to read it. Yeah. But, you know, it's just showing we're constantly seeing this. Like, we know vaccines don't work. I mean, there's, there's enough people out there now that are proving that. And mm. unfortunately, you're listening to people, doctors, and the World Health Organization, the whole lot stating that, yeah, these things are safe. It's all a lie. And mm -hmm. the only person that you can, that's going to protect you is yourself. You have to stop relying on other people to save you. And if you're on the fence, which is strange at this stage, but mm. there's a lot of people that are, just do your research and don't go to Uncle Google because that's the bad Exactly. And, and just, just, just remember... Go. Exactly. And just remember too, because obviously they're tracking and tracing, just like Amazon, they're tracking and tracing everything they hand over to security, be it the FBI and all that as well. They're just basically absolute spyware um, for intelligence organizations. But, um, you know, just I had a simple thing um, yesterday, for for example, I was in just getting something to eat um, in a, what they call a Morrison's over here in the UK. And they wanted this you know, QR code nonsense, you know, for me to sit down um, having this meal. So we can give you a takeaway. That's no problem. But if I don't basically scan my phone, give you a QR code, which that QR code then goes to the NHS, the health system over here, um, nefarious with all the people who own that and stuff in the background that's involved in that. And so I refused. I said, no, I'm not giving any QR codes to, to actually sit down and have a meal here. So the girl at the desk tried to argue and said, oh, well, you know, it's company policy and what can we do? And it's guidelines and da, da, da. I said, exactly. I said, it's guidelines, it's policy. I said, they, dude, that does not supersede law itself. I said, she goes, I know, but what can I do? So on and so on. She said, so it kind of escalated a small bit. It didn't get heated. And um, she says, well, you know, I can serve you if you want to go away with it. And I said, so I can, the virus won't get me if I'm, if I'm sitting down though that's okay, you know what, at yay height. But if I'm standing up and I can walk out the door with it, that's fine. But yet in the same vicinity, you people doing their shopping with messages and trolleys banging off each other and that's all okay. I mean, it's so bloody ridiculous. But I said, look, I said, we want about opinions and stuff all day long. I says, the best thing I says you can do is get the manager. I says, so she went off, she rang for the manager to come down because I said, I'm not leaving. This is just bullshit. I'm sick and tired of it. And um, so they, they came in, the manager came down and said, oh, what's the problem here? I says, very simple. I says, it's like I'm being told that I cannot get served a meal here to sit down with it um, unless I scan my phone and do this QR code nonsense and this track and trace it, which I will not be complaining to. He says he kind of went on a small you know, government and the, the policies and so on. I said, look, I had this with this your staff member here. Policies, laws, or sorry, po policies and anything got to legislation, guidelines is, is not the law. It's well below law. It's not, he says, yeah, he actually agreed. He was kind of tuning in a small bit. He says, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. He says, but you know, I need to keep my our staff safe and the policy and that. I says, you can, you can talk about policies all day long. I says, and just to tell you one more thing, I says, I'm under common law jurisdiction as well. I says, everybody can say that if you want. I says, why I have actually the identification of cards to back this up as well. So I took out the identification card out of my wallet to show them under the common law um, courts international. And um, I showed him, that's actually, this is who I am. This is what it is. So, you know, your so-called statutes, acts, guidelines, it says, have nothing got to do with me, it says, whatsoever. And he kind of just nodded his head. Not sure if he quite comprehended or probably would have seen a card like that before. And I says, so I'm not leaving here. As I said, this is actually sorted out. So um, I says, at the end of the day, we can debate all day long, says, and I can tell you what a scam the QR codes are. I can tell you about the agendas behind it and the whole thing you've been fooled and this Indian variant and all the rubbish behind that as well, I said. So but I said, that's neither here nor there. I said, we don't have time to go into all that conversation. So it comes down to at the end of the day, are you refusing me, I says, that's what it comes out. Are you refusing me, I says, to have a meal here now? I'll ask you one more time. Are you refusing me to have a meal here today and sit down? 
and he kind of just put his hand on because of oh, no. He says so. He actually turned to one at the till. He says, "Um, he goes serve this customer." He says, and she she was like, "What? Like, is it okay?" And like, she thought she was going to get in trouble or something. And he goes, "Yeah, no, it's okay. Just to serve this customer, it's okay. It's fine." He says, "Yeah." So I gave him a bit of a, a, bit of an earful and a common law and jurisdictions and different things going on like that as well. So I got my meal. Other people there, beep beep beep, scanned their calls, no problem at all. Like absolute sheep. I sat down, got served because you stood your ground, the power and all, and as simple as that. Had me meal, happy as Larry, and uh, walked out the door afterwards, and, and that was kind of it. And they're all scanned their things as he went, just you know, stupidity. It's, 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 it's interesting you said beep, 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 and said that like sheep because it sounds like sheep, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the digital version of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a bit of a you know, a, a bit of a sidetrack from oh, the uh, podcast. Just but, say, like, we, mm. we need more people like you doing that. And to be honest with you, it was actually what you had said all the time. You said you were refusing to wear the mask, and I told you from the start I was yeah. wearing around my chair because yeah. I've had cases in Poland where my account is just frozen and they just take it out and you never yeah, get it back yeah. and it's just but so I know you don't have to wear it on the street but I've been going into the post office and in the supermarket and I just and not one person has said that to me in yeah. fact I, I've noticed that people are more even at the, the, um, the cashiers are even more embracing they're handing me the ticket instead of yeah. you know so-called afraid of a virus or anything like that so, Exactly. Most people realize this is a lie. They just have to be complaints. So. Exactly. I mean, and you know, the girl came down later on with the with the tray and stuff, and she couldn't be more helpful and smile. You know, there was no kind of oh shit, I don't believe you know these people are getting away with it inside or whatever. It's like there was no problem whatsoever. Very nice, and and that was it. And you know, just thanked her on the way out, and you know, see you. But you're you're actually. You were actually educating. The guy was actually a bit interested. Manager actually a small bit interested in actually what I was saying as well. Um, it could have went to extreme levels. It could have been maybe a different case, and we would have handled that as, as that proceeded. But um, that was that dealing. So I mean, you just got to you got to more people in that circumstance just said power and no. That's it. Just, oh, well, the QR codes and not just absolute rubbish. But you know, stand in your own truth, move forward, and see what happens. And if there's consequences down down the line for standing in your truth, then we'll we'll deal with that process as that comes along. But um, yeah, we have to we have to just uh, stay standing up um, for each other and knowing what's right is right. And just, um, yeah, I mean, we can go on and go on about that stuff and come along for ages. But moving on to what else we had, um, I know Japan um, from the World Economic Forum, they um, good old Klaus Schwab and that, um, they've been going around circulating in, in, in previous times about um, these smart cities. I know there was one in Australia, I think they call it like a 15-minute city. And there's a few other ones as well, but they have one in Japan. So they're, what they're saying is with, by 2025, um Basically, they're going to have these automated cars going around this smart city, and it's only going to be 500 people starting off as going to live in the city. Then it's going to escalate to about 2,000 people, and the automated cars, yeah, will deliver everything to your your door pretty much. And what they'll have three lanes of the three lanes will be one for cars, one for um, people walking, and one for people um, cycling and scooters. There's the three lanes, but of course, smart, smart, smart. All got to do with Agenda 21 again. So and um, yeah, on the automation and robots will be there to assist you as it shows the images in, in in your own house. They will actually be able to assist you as well. And you have all these you know medical sensors and all this crap as well. So. That's the, the future plans in the World Economic Forum. So, yeah, people don't be too surprised when um, you see this stuff coming up because um, it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. But just for people, and I'll leave a, a quick um, insert here of the actual video. They can have a look for themselves. It's only about 60 seconds or thereabouts long. Anyway, so I'll just insert it there now and they can have a look at it themselves.
So basically, uh, anal Schwab with his great reset. So people should actually read that because they're, they're telling you what they're going to do. Like yeah. in Texas, they turned off the power during the winter. And there's a few different things. Like they said, cyber attacks. We mentioned about Ireland, the HSE, which is the health yeah. so-called cyber attack. You know, people are supposed to believe all this, like, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's the cyber polygon attack. You know, that's, that's in the next couple of weeks, they're supposed to, you know, roll that out as well. Just, of course, just coincidentally, just like an event 201 situation or a simulation project, of course. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll watch uh, what's up ahead as well. So just like with the financial banking industry and all that, there's massive talks for a while now about the hyperinflation over the next couple of months and the whole thing is going to crash. And so, um, yeah, we'll see there's, there's definitely a lot of points, valid points for that, for proof in that area, for that to go forward. But, I know getting back onto things was the, the CDC. Um, they've been saying, I got sent this document, actually, the CDC um, investigates dozens of reports of heart inflammation in teenagers and young adults that occur four days after their second dose of the Materna or Pfizer uh, vaccines. So it's saying, um, yeah, CDC are looking into reports that a small number of teens and young adults vaccinated against the coronavirus that may have experienced heart problems. The condition known as, not sure if I'm going to pronounce this right, but uh, myocarditis or myocarditis. <laughs> Results I'm, in sure, I'm sure it's right. <laughs> it results in an inflammation of heart muscle, which can occur following certain infections. Problems have been occurring four days after the second dose has been given. Uh, dozens of cases have been reported to the agency in recent weeks, but uh, it's not yet clear uh, which vaccine might be responsible for Moderna or Pfizer. So they're kind of saying they've kind of almost uh, held their hand up to one of the vaccines is responsible. Um, but then on the same note, um, just on the next line, they said that uh, the group also said that conditions may be entirely unrelated to the vaccination. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, surprise, surprise. That's a small bit on the CDC. So what they're saying is this is at the early stage of that. So we'll keep a, a view on it over the next couple of months to see will there be more of this so-called heart inflammation in you know young adults, kids going ahead, what um what the CDC are saying they're investigating dozens of reports. But as we know, the CDC backed by all the big pharma cartel and in the background, the mafias. So yeah, they're not going to give you the truth either. Um it's all, it's all a game because what they're doing is they're, they're constantly coming up mainly about the AstraZeneca saying, oh, this is bad. So then people think, oh, I get the, the other one. And some people were saying, I'd like to get the Russian Spodnik one. I mean, I saw a video where a guy did hacked into the system and they're basically people are being traced, tagged. tagged. Mm. So like all of them are bad. So don't be thinking, yeah. oh, I'll go for this. That's that's all a game they're playing. Like course, they're making yeah, yeah. you look like, yeah, don't go for a banana. The orange is, is healthier because the banana will make you sick. Like, and yeah. then you think, oh yeah. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's all psychological uh, mind games with the, with the population, I say, on a global scale. So, and then what I found was I came across an interesting. Uh, it says it came across an interesting article here. Actually, it's from the Public Contracts Scotland. Um, and what they're saying is, is uh, the title of it is "Disaster Victim Identification Shelters." So this was um, published on the nineteenth of May, just just gone twenty twenty one, and the deadline for it was the twenty seventh of May twenty twenty one. So I just read a tiny abstract from here. It says, "Police Scotland are looking to purchase shelters for disaster victim identification purposes in the event of a mass fatality incident." Hmm. What would that be, I wonder? Uh, mass fatality. Hopefully the second Nuremberg <laughs> trials with all the media, all the doctors, all the politicians, all the bankers, the whole lot of them that are lying. Then it would be something we could smile about. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, the, the cynical person would think, of course, um, oh, I wonder, has that got to do with the, the massive expected debts that we, we spoke about a few weeks ago? Um, you know, at least up to 60, 70% of the, the people who are going to die, the next uh, wave or planned wave that they have is the people that got the two doses. So it doesn't say much after that. I'll leave the link below for people to go through themselves if they want to. But um, yeah, police got looking to purchase shelters for disaster victim identification purposes in the event of a mass fatality instance. 
that's um quite interesting in, in itself and i came across another um interesting article on the gov.uk website and the top of it is actually the coroner's body removal contract so um that's a bit of an interesting heading and the contract is 750,000 up to 2 million and uh, the published date is 27th of may 2021 so just gone and the closing date is 28th of june 2021 by 12 o'clock it says the contract is going to start on the 1st of September 2021 and it's going to end on the 31st of August 2026. Do they know something we don't know? So it says, uh, yeah, the council is looking to procure body transfer service on behalf of HM Coroner in the unfortunate case, I'm sorry, in the unfortunate case of a violent, sudden or suspicious death is the responsibility of the coroner to remove bodies from the scene to a selected mortuary or body storage facility in order to complete the necessary investigation. And it goes on and on a bit more through the whole circumstance. But yeah, a bit of an interesting heading, coroner's body removal contract. Mm, we can. Uh, I mean, that goes back to the one that you had exposed about a month ago where they were actually putting, saying that the next wave would be all the people that were vaccinated. Exactly, with the second so, dose. So that kind of goes in line with that where people dropping dead or oh, we don't have enough coroners let's put out a tender yeah. for that. That, that that's in england in what they're saying about the one that the contract just wrote out before that as well in uh, in scotland so um yeah all in the last couple of days or week or so these uh you know prod- contracts are coming out um that leaves a lot of questions behind them so um yeah people can think what you want and i know what i'm thinking about it but um we'll see what happens over the next uh, couple of months on that circumstance but as far as um, that goes, that's all from my end for from this week or for this. Any other, we'll have another one in a couple of days' time. Yeah, no, no, same. And uh, yeah, I think we love. I, I, I love what you've done with the, using your common law. We'll go deeper into that because we're both researching. I know you're doing uh, you know, way more, but uh, it's definitely something that we'll uh, we'll do a show on. But uh, yeah, that's all for this week. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. No worries, Ryan. Cheers, and we'll talk to you again next week. So you'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. He's on mindwars on BitChute. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org and awakeningpodcast on BitChute. Uh, we both have a, a donation button, so it helps us with our microphones and getting different guests and you know, maybe a different background. So until next week, take care. See you then.